Josh. I'm Troy, aka Rude Boy Troy. This should start. Uh, yo, so this is episode 31 of Reggae Boys Radio. We got a special guest in the house. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? Cairo Laveau, Tranquilo. You already know. Dale. Dale. <laughs> Dale, Dale. Yeah, dog, you have no idea how many times I just be like Dale, <laughs> Dale, bro. Shout out to Pitbull, Dade County legend, man. For real, Mister International, Mister Worldwide, Mister Worldwide. My facts. Nah, he was Mister Zero Five before all that, man. He was Mister. Oh Kenneth, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. He exp- oh well, he expanded. You know what I'm saying? Well, Mister Worldwide now. He, they know him everywhere. He's gonna be Mister Universal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all remember when he linked up with Antonio Brown? Wasn't that like last year? <laughs> yeah, y'all remember that? Not really. Wait, where do you, I kind of remember this. <laughs> He, what he linked up with a bald Cuban man on South Beach who he assumed was Pitbull. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I know what you're talking about. That shit happened. <laughs> AB's that, bro. Nah, that's the CTE. Now, word to Jeezy. Word to Jeezy. Oh. CTE. CTE gang, yo. It's the click that yeah. I claim. <laughs> Nah, man, so that's a pit bull being my eighth grade yearbook, man. Even though I think I said this before. I'm saying I went to his cousin. Yeah. Yeah, Dade County legend for real for real. Facts. He paved the way for, for us Chicos, you know what I mean? So definitely shout out to Pitt. I gotta get him on the track. At least as long as he just says Dolly, that's all I need, you know what I mean? Hey man, I was gonna. Add, we could save that for um some part. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, Cairo, introduce yourself to the people, man. Yo, what up? It's Cairo Laveau, artist, producer, engineer from Miami. Um, you know, that's that's what it is. AKA Tranquilo, AKA Chico from the three O. You know what I mean? So. That's pretty much my introduction. I wish I had, like, you know, sound bits like, you know what I mean? Now we got you. 
Oh, word? All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? We can send something to our producer, you know what I mean? Say less. Word. Low shout notes, low notes. Shout out, to, shout out to our producer, a.k.a. WWE wrestler, Ricochet, a.k.a. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to my boy, uh, South Central Banks. Nah, man, he's from Inland Empire, bro. He'll be all right. Nah. I'm not gonna disrespect. I'm not gonna disrespect Banks this episode. That nigga dis- disrespects me on every single platform. He'll be alright, bro. He'll be alright. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I'm saying, bro. You gotta fight the hate with love. Facts. That's real Goku shit right there. Ooh. Nah, I mean you're not wrong, but I mean it's all love though. That's my dog, man. You know what I'm saying, y'all homeboys here. You know what I'm saying. Known Cairo for like what ten years? Same shit. Shit, yeah. I met you through Rob. Um, I was just talking. I was. I I had mentioned Ooh. this earlier. I was talking to um illusions, and it's a short little story. But I went to South by Southwest, and I had nowhere to stay. Yeah. And there was one day where my homies that I was staying with, uh, Julian Kaizen, shout out to Kaizen, um, they were leaving. So I didn't really have a spot to crash at, or I think it was before, I don't know, sometime around there. It was all week. So, and then Roberto was the one who got me to stay with them and at a, at this like crib and shit. And I met illusions there and we went out to some event, chill with Denzel Curry, a bunch of people and shit. And they took a photo and illusions showed me that photo the other day. I was like, wow, like flashback, bro. You know, shout out to Rob, bro. It's yeah. Yeah. Actually. Hey man, where is Rob? Where is Rob? That's what I want to know. Yeah, that's man. a Dade gotta... County legend, man. What? Hell yeah, yo. Hey, let me tell you something, bro. Kendall Rob... legend. Yeah, hey, Kendall hey. legend, bro. You know what's crazy is that, um, my girl, uh, Christy Trabadas, he was the first person to put her on like a like a video set to like help him out. And that was like her first paying gig, and he paid her. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, like, Damn. yeah, yeah, it's small world, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Rob, bro. Yeah, man, I went to high school with him. I think I went to middle school. I definitely remember Rob from high school. You feel me? Yeah, man. Man, good times with that dude, man. That's my Hell dog, yeah. man. Rob, if you hear this, I love you, bro. Facts. Love you, dog. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, damn. Ten years, bro. That's a long ass time. That's like this. I think I met you and Troy in the same year, low key. That's tripping. It was like uh, I I'd like to say like 2012, 2013. Maybe twenty fourteen, I think. Cause that's when I met Troy. That's when I did the interview. Yeah, I did the interview for Digital Trap House with Troy. I when I met you, Cairo, I was doing the trap house shit too. Oh, okay. If so yeah, I don't know what that is. <clears throat> if you don't know what that is, you know what I'm saying? Like you're on Tumblr back then. Ever heard of Digital Trap House? Was your boy? That's Not all Tumblr the way, Dolo, but mostly Dolo. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So favorite music blog. You know what I'm saying? RIP. I mean, but your favorite music blog is favorite music blogger. You dig? So, <laughs> it is what it is, man. Talk your shit. Is what it is, man. Yeah, man. Carol, 
I want to ask you, where does the Cairo Laveau come from, bro? Because it's a play on Hector, right? Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, it's a play on Hector. Uh, Hector Laveau. So I'll start off with that. Uh, uh, Hector Laveau is like, he's pretty much like the biggest, one of the biggest salsa singers of all time. You know what I mean? He was also a cool friend of my pops. Um, and, you know, so his, the Laveau is like short for the voice, La Voz. So Cairo, I, bro, I came up with Cairo like on some like fucking, I was, I was going to Miami Dade and I had like this Greek yeah. mythology class or some shit like that. And it was like, <laughs> I saw this like Greek god or some shit. His name was Kairos, but it was it was the god of the opportune moment. So I was like, oh, oh shit. shit, let me That's come right. up with some let me come up with some crazy shit. So I put up uh the voice of the opportune moment, Cairo Laveau. That's dope, man. Yeah, a lot of people yes. don't know. A lot of people think that like, you know, that's like it's it's not that deep, but it's kind of like you know. I tried like at that time when I was first starting to like drop music. People were like, "Oh shit, damn, what you come up with? How'd you come up with that?" And I was like, "Man, legit, I just did a home. I didn't even do that homework. That's the funny part." And I just, <laughs> we all been there, bro. We all been there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just had that homework, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I got caught up in the whole Cairo Lavo shit that I didn't even do the yeah. homework, and then eventually left Miami Day. You know. What I mean? Hey, that happened to me too, bro. Fuck it. That'd be all right. You know what I mean? That'd be good. That'd be good. They don't need me there. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> shout, shout out to Kendall Campus, though. I mean, hey, man, I've seen a lot of niggas doing uh, interesting things. Shout out to the, recruit, the recruiters. You know what I mean? If you yeah. know, you know. I went to the I'll West Campus, that. though. That shit, that shit was like a dental dentist office and shit. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one where the garage collapse, right? <laughs> oh, fortunately, yeah. Damn, that's a fucked I, up way to remember, but hey, man. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, you know, what's funny. I never parked in that garage. Oh, actually, no, that was after I was there. That was after yeah. I was there because I went like in tw- 2009, 2010, around there. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold up. Yeah, My bad. Exactly. What happened in the garage? It, uh, it, like they had built it and then it like collapsed while they were building it and then they built it again. What campus? Oh, uh, what's what's campus? Miami Dade. Oh, got you, got you. Oh, so it's like the FIU campus. Oh no, that was terrible though. That was crazy. I mean, both of it's terrible, but nobody got hurt. Well, actually, no. I think one person got hurt in the other one, or they passed away or some shit. And then it was crazy. Nah, my fault. What are you gonna say? Nah, you good. You good. <laughs> I actually don't nah, want to. Like, like, that's a fucked up situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I think about it because I think it happened like on a Thursday or some shit. Had it happened either a week before or after, I would have been leaving campus at that time because I was going to school at that time. I was going back. Mm. And yeah, man. That was legit the time I used to leave. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Uh, it happened yeah, like so. prime time, like. Trap like it was like three something or like you know yeah. it wasn't it wasn't late it was like early yeah or I don't know it could have been like noon or lunch or some shit like that yeah so it would have been around the time like I would have either been going there or like leaving sometime around there so yeah, like, that's a shame bro damn shame you know what I mean but hey man hey yo that's what it is bro did y'all yeah. hear about the the school shooter they stopped at the Kendall campus huh what y'all never heard about that. What? Wait. <laughs> what? No. They try to keep that shit under wraps, bro. 
because they went like mass panic. When this happened? Shit, I was still in school. This is like 2015, 2016 type shit. I didn't hear about that. So, so what happened was, uh, bro had a like a whole like trunk full of weapons, and like a list. But the oh, night, I think I remember but, that. But the night before, like the day before he started, so they caught him after the first kill. Damn. That's and when crazy. they got the list, there was like a name crossed out and everything already. Oh, my boy was headhunting. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. That's that's, just insane. They, they didn't tell anybody because you imagine, nigga, it's Miami. Niggas is going to like. Well, shit, anywhere, nigga. I'm a skedaddle. Let me keep it real. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like I had never heard of like the school shootings like happening in Miami, but like. Not till tonight. Outside of schools, like you'll see scraps and beefs and shit like that, but like that shit don't that shit don't like I don't know. Like buddy uh, I mean that that shows you that can happen anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Sorry, Troy, what do you think? I said nah, buddy had the the whole trunk ready to go. And he had his death notebook. Bruh, that's the insane part, bro. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you know what's crazy is, like, you know, you hear about these these stories, like, buddy from this last one, right? He was, like, bullied and shit. Bro, I've seen kids, like, in bullied. Miami. Yeah, yeah, he was, like, picked on and shit. Like, that's what it, that's what it was. And then he went to, like, wow. he didn't go to his school or some shit. Yeah. I was going to say, I heard um the opposite. I heard that he was a bully, but nobody tried to, like, nobody bought it, basically. Basically, like, he was trying to bully. No, everybody brushed it off. It was like, man. Who the fuck is you, nigga? You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. so, he knows, so he was trying yeah. to be hard, but it didn't work yeah. out, bro. I mean, it, I don't know the exact story. None of us really know, but hey. Yeah, yeah. I heard I mean, he was bullied, and then, and yeah. then, like, he went off, you know what I'm saying? And then, but, like, look, I've seen kids try to get, but, like, they try to bully some kids, but, like, people scrap out here. It's different, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it, yeah. it doesn't usually work out sometimes like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a damn shame, man. Elementary school kids, because this yeah. motherfucker want to be a dickhead, man. Yeah, bro. R.I.P. to them little babies, man. It's all about the babies, you feel me? Yeah, man. Damn shame, bro. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. What was I going to say? Yeah, man. So, that's an interesting origin to your name, bro. I would have never guessed that. I mean, I kind of figured, like, the Hector Laveau, like, but the Cairo part, that's what, what got me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't, you know, you know. They think it's my real name, so I'm going to just let it ride. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hold you. I thought that was your real name, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, telling, I'm telling you, bro. But, yeah, man, that's where I, I came up with that. And then, uh, you know, I just kind of ran with it, you know? That's fire. Yeah, I mean, I definitely know who Hector Laveau is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know he's, like, big salsa singer. You know what I'm saying? Big for the Puerto Rican community. You know what I mean? So, I know you got Puerto Rican roots, man. So, I mean... Hey man, you gotta represent your roots, you dig? Yeah, for sure. I'm. I'm. What's funny is that like I'm mainly like my dad is Colombian and he was Taiwan and shit. So like it was to me like I'm more like culturally I'm more Colombian, but I still have like my Puerto Rican like aspects, you know, because my mom is Puerto Rican, so and I was yeah. raised by my mom, you know what I mean? Well, she's New Yorkian, you know what I mean? She was born in okay. Puerto Rico, but she moved to New York, so like I have like yeah, that yeah. vibe in the crib, and then like 
you know, my dad is very heavily, you know, he's still around and shit. So he like, he still like influences me a lot. So a lot of the culture is like that. You know what I mean? It's very like, it's very, uh, both, you know? That's what's up, man. Yeah. Somebody who's like half, half, you know what I'm saying? I can relate to that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. fire. You gotta, you gotta embrace both aspects of your culture. You know what I mean? And it's fire too. You know what I mean? I think it's it just, you know, the more you, you know, it's not just like one. It's it's more of like yo, like I got I got two sides. You know what I mean? And especially being like uh, Latin Americans, since I speak English, like the bilingual shit helps me out a lot too. You know, that's why like I have like I rap in English, but I will use Spanish. You know what I mean? Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Isn't the ass man? So for the people who don't know, what part of Dade County are you from, bro? Uh, farm Blue Sweetwater. I've always lived in that area, like, majority of my life. That's where I grew up, you know. Um, So, mainly, like, Farm Blue, but I always chilled in Sweetwater. And they're right there. It's not even, like, they're, like, a street apart type shit. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, they're basically, like, basically, like, right there, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, like, literally, like, like, a couple streets apart, and then you're in Sweetwater. You know what I mean? And Fallen Blue is like a boulevard, so it, it stretches along, and then it goes, like, once you get, like, you'll still be on Fallen Blue, and then once you cross 107, it, it's uh, Northwest 7th, and that's part of Sweetwater. Okay, okay, getting some geography, man, for the out-of-towners who listen to this, you know what I mean? Yeah, but now, it's, it's crazy, because now Sweetwater is like FIU town and shit, you know what I mean? At least on 109, you yeah. have the 109 tower where all that shit... Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I like to see it. You know what I mean? Because before, like when I was jit, it was it was a lot crazier. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, FIU's always been there, but yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of gentrified it. I guess Did you say oh, that for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because yo, I tell you, back in the day, it was it was wild. Like people didn't want to go into Sweetwater type shit. Like it was just like its own little like fucking hood you know what i mean even though it's like small but like it was it was deep in there you know but it uh, you know yeah. late like the past 10 years it's changed a lot which is cool because you don't really have the same shit that used to happen there you know you just got like out of towners pretty much and like some of the native people who like grew up there like i have homies who have businesses there and shit like that so they stay there you know what i mean and families live there but you know you got you definitely got with the with the with the dorms and all that, like you got a lot, way more like out of towners and shit. So it's just, like its own little community. They got their own restaurants in there. Um, they got their own like convenience stores and shit. It's it's pretty dope to see, you know. That's dope. That's dope. Um, so you said you're a chico for the out of towners again. What does it mean? Because I know what that means, Troy. I'm assuming you know what that means, but a lot of a lot of our listeners are out of towners, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they say they've been to Miami, but not across the bridge. You feel me? So break it down <laughs> yeah. for me. Um, basically, a Chico is, uh, you know, a Latin American dude from out here. You know, you have, like, you know how L.A. and West Coast have cholos? Well, they're, mas- they're ma- basically, that's like the West Coast vibe of it. But Chico's is, like, more Caribbean, and it's more like... <laughs> like Florida, you know what I mean? Well, South Florida, 
because, I mean, you don't really got too many Chicos outside of South Florida. So it's just like this vibe. It's, it's, it's that culture. You know what I mean? Um, you know, same shit, low riders, shit like that. But over here is more dunks, you know. So it's like you have more. It's a, it's like the same. It's mm-hmm. almost the same, but it's just, it's just Caribbean cultural backgrounds. And it's a different slang, you know. So basically a Chico is that. It's like if it was like on the West Coast that you have Cholos, but over here is Chicos. So that's pretty much like the difference, and that's yeah. what it is, you know. Word. Yeah, so that's all the Chicos, man. You know what I'm saying? Day County Chicos, you know what I mean? Represent, you know what I mean? All right. <clears throat> what did you say, Troy? Rest in peace, Razor Ramon. Oh, yeah. Razor oh, yeah, yeah. Word. The legend, dog. <laughs> Damn. Shout to him doing the greatest Scarface impersonation of all time. Yo, he should have been Scarface. <laughs> no, Yo, no, it's okay. crazy. Hold on. Get get the get the what they call that shit, the defix. I need it. Yo. <laughs> you know it's crazier. Vince McMahon didn't know that was Scarface. He legit thought. Razor Ramon made that shit up. That's the crazier part. Wow. And everything. As big as a movie as Scarface yeah. was, he thought that shit was authentic. Hey, man. Vincent Man is a different... Hey, man. He's a different somebody. That I'm not going to fucking bag. Shout out to Vince. You know what I'm saying? You're my goat. If you listen to this, <laughs> I mean, I love WWE. <laughs> Fuck AW. Vince being your goat is insane. Yeah, that's some out of pocket hey, shit, man. Josh. I I never heard that in my life from anybody. <laughs> hey man, he's the only white man to wear do rag and pull it off, man. That's all I'll say about that. Bruh. In Malibu's most wanted. Nah, we can't forget Tyler Hero, bro. Oh yeah, or yeah. Fair enough. Fair. But that was still before Tyler Hero's time, though. To be fair. Facts. Facts. First one to do it. Word. Word. Yeah, man. Uh, I want to ask, what are some of your influences, bro? Shit. Uh, um, I mean, like, musically or just, like, you know. In general. In general. In general shit. Uh, I mean, my fam, first and foremost. It could be life. Right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, like, my fam, first and foremost. You know what I mean? Um, always. But, uh. Like musically, it had to be you know obviously Hector Lavo. Um, uh, I love you know NERD shit like that. Um, and it's a lot, bro. It's a lot. I don't. I don't, I don't even know how. Like you know, I've I've been asked that in other like interviews and like podcasts. And sometimes I don't, it's always different answers because I feel like my influences change. You know, I think uh, right now I'm just to. trying to. I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think, like, right now, um, just trying to be the better version of myself from, like, before. So I think that that's, like, always improving, you know what I mean? So that's, that's like, my main influence. And that sounds kind of narcissistic at, in, in a little way, you know, because it's like, oh, that means that was yourself. You, you're your own influence. But, like, nah, I didn't even like that. It's more of, like, you know, I'm just trying to get better and trying to, you know, always level up, you feel me? Yeah, I mean, you should want to always level up. I mean, 
twice artists you know what i'm saying we're both we're, we're all creatives here you know what i mean like in some type of fashion you always want to level up like can't go to the past you feel me yeah like, all you can do is level up exactly so like yeah. i guess like my, my main answer is 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 my fam you know because that's always you know i do everything for them you know the whole the whole movement everything is is for them you know what i mean i'm trying to leave something back for my future fam too you know what i mean so that's that's it's my fam for sure that's what's up man family's important you feel me that's what's up i respect that big yeah, facts respect all the big way bro. Awesome uh, Dominic Toretto shit, you know, family. <laughs> oh, man. I got an off-air. Uh, that's uh, a plug. Recommendation for a podcast. You'll definitely enjoy it, man. Since you mentioned Dominic Toretto, bro. Oh, but, um, Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was going to ask, man. So you said movement. Like, when you say movement, like, what does Tranquilo mean to you, both literally and figuratively? Like when I think uh, of tranquilo, I think of you. Word, word. That's cool. That's definitely the 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 point of me using that like for the brand and shit. But tranquilo is um like literally it literally means you know to to chill, to be chill, you know what I mean? To to stay calm type of thing. But uh figuratively why I used it is cause honestly, look, this is how it even became anything. First of all, I was working on a track, right? And I used the the bar, I'm tranquilo, papi was a patron. So like I just I just threw that in there, right? You know, for shits. And I didn't know what to name the song when I was done recording it. And I was in the studio with the homies and I was like, yo, I don't even know what to call this. My, you know, I was just like, fuck, it, I'm gonna just call it tranquilo. So then I dropped the song. And then from there, like, people would be like, oh, tranquilo, tranquilo, you know, just, like, saying that shit to me. And then after that, I named the the album that I put the song in, I named it Tranquilo. And then I mm-hmm. dropped the album. And then from there, it just went, it just got even, like, bigger. So people just started calling me that shit. Like, oh, tranquilo, you know? So then from That's there, cool. yeah, no, it, just, it was literally, like, organic as fuck, you know? I wasn't even trying to, like, oh, this is my brand, like, on some fucking mastermind shit. It just happened like that. Yeah, yeah. From there, it just, um, you know, I just started, like, that's that's the brand now, you know, Tranquilo. Um, but for legal purposes, <laughs> I uh, I put it as forever Tranquilo, you know what I mean? Just to, like, have that, to be able to, like, make that business, you know what I mean? So, um, but Wait, when you say Tranquilo. I want to ask to elaborate, but if you can't talk about it, that's cool. What you mean? Why do you put? What do you mean for legal purposes? Oh, because I can't. I couldn't create a a, a business entity under the name just tranquilo because there's so many fucking businesses with that word in it. You feel Damn, me? Fucking women. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, I was like, "Yo, what's like? I want this shit to be f- eternal, forever." So I just put forever tranquilo, and then right. boom. Yo, my boy is his literally name is like. His literal real name is like Philip Banks. <clears throat> There's like an artist that's already registered. Yeah, wow. With Damn. The, mind you, I don't think that's his real name. <laughs> but like <laughs> But he's the one who first did it. Full <laughs> name. Yeah, shout out to Phil. Shout out to Phil Banks. That's fucking hard. That's a hard ass name, bro. Yeah, man. Shout out to bro, man. He recently became a father, man. 
you listen oh, yeah. to it, man. Congrats, bro. Hey, congrats to him, bro. That's dope. That's the that's his latest mixtape. <laughs> the hardest mixtape he ever dropped. <laughs> Come on, Troy. Come on, man. <laughs> Not in a good nah, way. but it's that's amazing. Nah, thing. I feel you. I feel you. That's how I feel. Like, like nah. whenever me and my, me and my my lady have a kid, I'm gonna put yo the hardest album about to drop right now. <laughs> nigga. Okay. All right. My fault. My fault. I mean, it's a great collab. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? You got something yeah. out of something that you can really cherish. You know what I mean? Shout out to you, uh, yeah. Carol, for being out the game, man. You're so lucky, dog. You're so lucky. <laughs> Wait, what you mean? What oh, you mean? <laughs> Hey man, say that. Oh, word, word, word. Yeah, man. You know, uh, I had to, I had to put my jersey up in the rafters for a while. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, that's hey, that man. Beautiful thing. I be, uh, <clears throat> I'm still on the bench. Hey Josh, you what's up? You Mr. bitches, bro. You gotta, you gotta th- put my man in the game, bro. Me on big, bro. <clears throat> that's not me. Hey, put me on, big bro. You be all right, bro. <laughs> hey, big you bro. be all right, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> you be all right. Uh, no. <laughs> and, hey, nobody be game, man. You be all right, bro. Hey, uh, Kyra, let me ask you a question real quick. What's goody? How do you feel? Wait, how long have you been doing music? Uh, shit, for some years now. I say, I mean... I first, like, ever recorded when I was, like, 10. You know what I'm saying? So, like... What? Yeah, yeah. Like, and it was, like... <laughs> it was some crazy-ass shit. I was definitely not living what the fuck I was rapping about. Um, But oh, it was... It was Which is funny. But when, like... I don't know if I ever mentioned this. I used to, I used to want to try to, like, <clears throat> rap. But, like, literally the first three songs I made, I played it back. And I was, like... Nigga, <laughs> I'm like, I <"Aye>, dog. <laughs> yo, that's how. I'm rapping, like, yo. I'm rapping by having Louis Vuitton on. I'm talking like I'm fucking hella bitches. I'm like, that ain't me, bro. Yo, I'm same, talking about drugs bro. I ain't never done. I'm like, nigga, I'm just saying shit because it sound cool, but that ain't me, bro. Yo, I was ten years old rapping about like hitting licks. Fucking beat motherfuckers <laughs> like bro. I was I was a shit, bro. It was hilarious. And yo, y'all wanna look? I'm gonna reveal it here, dog. I'm gonna reveal it here. You want y'all wanna know my first rap name? Go. I'll tell you my rap name. This is a worldwide exclusive right here. My first rap name ever was Hollow Tip. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, that's kind of fire, though. I'm not gonna hold you. That's kind of fire, son. <laughs> Nah, that's a hard. That's, that's, that's hard. But what's nah, funny is I was I was a tiny ass kid, so I was literally the size of a hollow tip. You feel me? So nah, I was like, nah, yo, that's, yo, that's a hard yo, though. My first rat name was literally Walter Wavecaps. Sorry. Walter the Wavecap. Damn. That's hard though. Because <laughs> you create the waves, you feel me? <laughs> Okay. Oh, and that was the too. water. And then I started making beats, and I was just like, "Hey, man, word to that one, that one rapper, Ob Trice, like real name, no gimmicks." Yeah. Now that's like fire. just like 
for me, it was kind of like, damn, it's just me, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> is, is all it? <laughs> it's just short. Now, what's, even, what's even funnier is that, like, all right, so that was like my rap name, right? But then after a while, like, I, I dropped it and I was like, yo, I, I ain't going to do this shit. You know what I mean? I was more focused on, like, skateboarding and shit. So then after, yeah. I'm in Best Buy and we literally came across a CD or a mixtape from a rapper called Hollow Tip, bro. Damn. Like it, it actually exists. Damn. That's the worst. Did you trash it? Did you what'd you do with it? Nah, out of respect, I just left it there, bro. And I'm like, yo, keep doing your thing, hollow tip. But just know who the real one was. You feel me? <laughs> the real <laughs> the real hollow tip. Uh, that's fire though. Since uh we're all throwing out yep. our first rhymes, I'm gonna throw out mine. My first one was Poet Infamous. Okay. Okay. On some uh, lyric, miracle, actual, factual. Yeah. I was, man. I was a bit. I had this conversation with the type shit, man. I was on some real hip hop shit when I was a jit. You know what I mean? I was a big fan. Still, I'm a big fan of Mob Deep. So that's where the infamous comes from. Where's the prodigy, man? For real, P. Word, R.I.P. Prodigy, man. When I first like when I first ever recorded, it was like we did it off of like a fucking um one of them old compact presarios, you know, and we used Winamp to play the beat. And then we use like the voice the voice recorder shit and we'll just do it at the same time. Bro, it was uh, like bootleg as fuck, but we did like, bro, me and my cousin, we did like, bro, like four or five mixtapes like that. <laughs> hey, that's tip. fire, though. Oh, man. Hey, fuck it, man. We all grow, you know what I mean? Repeat, repeat that again. I mean, what, what programs did you use? All right, so we, we would record off a compact Presario, and then we would play the beat off Winamp, and then we would record it with the voice recorder app that was in the windows and shit. And how many songs did you make? Bro, we made mixtapes. We made like five right. mixtapes. For anybody listening, bro, I don't want to hear no fucking excuses. <laughs> There's a way to get it done. It'll get fucking done, bro. I'm tired of hearing. But I don't have. But like, I can't go to the studio. Nigga, get up and get it done. <clears throat> There's a way, bro. Facts. Even my first, like, EP hey. as Cairo, like, we recorded that shit. My cousin worked at a radio station, and we did that shit all on, on uh, what's that shit called? Um, Audacity, I think. Yeah, I think it was Audacity. Okay, I think I heard about it, yeah. And it's like a basic-ass program, but we, you know, we did everything on that shit. And that shit came out fire, bro. So, yeah, there's definitely no excuse. Yeah, you like, can't be around waiting for, like, Shit to pop off when there's fucking free programs. We can at least get it started, bro. Yeah. Shit, you could crack a program. You could crack Pro Tools. You could crack fruit. My boy, uh, my boy records off FL, bro. And now he moved up to Ableton, but like he used to record vocals on FL and he was on fire. My boy AT, shout out to AT. The money's gonna come, but like you yeah. you're sitting around shout to AT, man. Shout out to all of sitting around for like 3K my or whatever. 3K, you should have. Nah, dog. 
you can slice it off like a hundred dollars and be running if you already have the computer though yeah that's that's the most like expensive part if you really think about it you know what i'm saying and then beats you could just i mean you know this is mine being not the condoned uh play but yo you could rip this shit off youtube bro and, and call it a day um, and uh <clears throat> for anybody that doesn't know there's free beats on Beatstars, bro true you can get the lease and everything it's all free it's literally producers just waiting to give their beats out mm-hmm. shit there was a bunch of beats that i gave out for free you know what i mean and just so so you build that resume you know yep. what i mean and you just have like i yeah. luckily like i have like a bunch of like artists around me so like i'm like yo here boom 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 it wasn't until like maybe a couple years ago where people were like yo i want i'll pay you this much i'll pay you this much i'll pay you i'm like shit what easy lick you know fact, yeah fact. easy lick sometimes i'm not even gonna lie shit for real for real yo making like 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 fuck i make it be in like what five ten minutes Sell that shit for like two hundred dollars that's five minutes worth of work for two hundred dollars, bro. That's your fucking light bill, bro. You know what I mean? You feel me? And that shit adds that's up, big. bro. You sell four beats, five beats a month. That's your rent. Well, bro. not in Miami, but <laughs> yeah, I will not in Miami. Not in Miami. <laughs> like six, seven beats, which is insane. And I'm good. Yeah. Hey, if anybody listening. That's Troy Cameron and Cairo Laveau. We got beats. Help Facts. Us. I like my dogs, man. You know what I'm saying? That's Both funny. I was going to ask. Fuck, man. How long? Project. What happened? I was going to ask you who produced your last project. All right. So, La Presión. Uh, La Presión. Um, most of it was produced by uh, Nixon on the track. And oh shit! Shout out to Nixon, yes. man. Yeah, yeah so Nixon. I got the place from my crazy bone, man. Oh, That's fire. Holy yeah, shit! Shout out to Nixon, man. I haven't heard that name. Small world, bro. Long dog. Hey, man. That's my bro. Like, I first started producing. I would send beats to him, like, bro, is this good? Is this good? Look at that. Yeah, man. That's hey, look, bro. Small Me world. and him, we had locked in because um. Not for nothing. I, I took like kind of like the back seat, and I just started engineering for people and just producing. You feel me? So, um, after a while, it got kind of like it weighed on me that I hadn't dropped like a solo project. You feel me? So I was like, "Yo, like I don't want to produce. I just want to record my my next album, and I'll mix that shit. Fuck it. You know what I mean?" And um, so Nixon just kept sending me beats. And I just kept recording without an album in mind. It was more of like, I'm just, I just want to have fun with this shit. So I just recorded, yeah. recorded, recorded, recorded. And then before I knew it, I had like a nice body of work. And I was like, oh, I like this one, this one. Some tracks didn't make it onto the album, but I picked them and boom, I dropped La Presión. And, um, you know, I had my lady, uh, Chrissy Chabadas, help me out with the artwork and shit. My boy, uh, Holla, um, from Miscreant Productions through visuals and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, and what's funny is that the song that I did a video for right now, um, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't even gonna put that song on the album, and it, now it's everybody's like favorite one of the album. Hey man, life is funny like that sometimes, but that's fire, man. Yeah, shout out to Holly, man. You know what I mean? That's my dog too, man. Shout also, out to AT, um, you know what I'm saying? Mark. Also, you know what I mean? uh, another another um. Uh, 
another producer who produced the first single of the project, Tavish. Uh, he's dope. He's nasty with it, bro. Saying produced pressure off uh, off the album. Damn, I was about, I was about to say uh, pressure is definitely my favorite track. Yeah, yeah so fire, so man. Nixon didn't produce that one. It was Tavish. He sent me that beat, and I just like I I I was just like, yo, this shit is hard. So I knew I had to come with that pressure, and then I talked about pressure on the record, and I just named it pressure. You know what I mean? It wasn't like when it comes to names of songs, I don't really go too like crazy. You know, Not interesting. <clears throat> How do you name your songs? <clears throat> Honestly, I pick a line or a, a phrase in it, and I just name it that. To be honest, I don't go too hard. Like. That's kind of like with the podcasting shit. It's the same process. It's my fault. What happened? How do you name your beats? Is what I meant to ask you. Oh, the beats, shit. Uh, like artists, like naming a song is just like, yeah, you can pick a line or something. But like, yeah, I literally just make beats and put them out. So I'm like, fuck, dog. Like, I really got to sit here and think of a cool name. So how do you name your beats? Oh shit! I name my do you, beats. You do like a file thing. Uh nah, I don't do like I don't like number them or some shit. I do like uh um I literally pick like what it makes me feel. Like for instance, uh so last year I dropped a, a beat tape, right? And I literally named right. the beats. Um the beat tape's called uh, Tranquilo Radio, volume one. So I literally named like what like the first one is called Boom Zap. So it's like a boom bat beep. But it has like a like a bass that has like a zap feel to it, yeah. so I just called it boom zap. You know what I mean? I have another one that has like a flute in the sample, and it made me f- like when I made that shit, it made me feel like like it was like a Sunday or some shit. And I walked out after I made it in the morning. I woke up, made the beat, and then like I walked to like the mailbox or some shit. It was a nice ass yeah. day, so it made me feel like good about life. So I call that shit flute life. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just like little shit. Yeah, that, yeah, I'll okay. Yeah, right, right, right. So yeah. then there's another one where I call smooth sailing because it literally feels like you're on a boat. Like you're just like, damn, like chilling. You know what I mean? So it's just shit like that. You know, it's it, it'll come like um, it'll come like very in a weird way. But yeah. I don't I don't go too hard with it. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm very much like when it comes to creating, I don't I try not to do too much. I know when to call it quits. You know, yeah. I know when to like leave it alone. And then my next question is, as an artist that also produces, how do you feel not using your own beats sometimes? I love it. I fucking love that shit because it lets Why? me be an artist, you know? Okay. Like, 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 like I don't have to be. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I don't okay. like, you know, even though I could do everything myself, I don't want to because I'm, I'm a firm believer of, like, having a team and I'm a firm believer of um letting people who I feel do their job really good do their job. You know what I mean? That's real. Nah I absolutely yeah because yeah, you don't want to do too much like yeah say that one more time before oh, I have my point. Um basically um so you know I like to let people who I know can do their job great do their job so like when i'm when i'm when it comes to me being an artist i like right now i have a folder of like 50 beats that i gotta go through to record and they're not produced by me but as a, i'm a producer in the sense where i know how to put people together and let's make this shit dope 
You know what I mean? So, like, I'll gather beats from this person, this person, and then, all right, bet. Let me get this singer. Let me get this songwriter. And let me put this shit together and see how it come out. You know what I mean? So, like, so, like real producing. Exactly. Real producing. Got you. That's probably, Sorry, that's you sound like you're throwing shots there. No, I'm, that's for all the listeners out there. <laughs> Cause no, because like, cause people nah, get confused. Bro, there's a lot of people that just like, I make a couple beats and I send them to artists. I'm a producer. I'm like, no, kind of. That's not well, no, kind of, yeah, kind of, because you're creating a sound. You're put, you're putting things together. But what I learned that what a producer is, yeah, what I learned what a producer is is you put it together. You know what I'm saying? You're taking ideas. There's producers that, that I know that don't play, that don't play beats they don't make beats they just gr- grab every musician put it together boom they arrange like producers real producers are arrangers you know what i'm saying Arrange. yeah like That's i remember game for y'all, man. uh like a lot of people are trying to slight dj cal and i'm like you know he'd be in the studio arranging all these songs right and like, the thing is know- he's a dj so like he knows thing how like to this course go here. This beach should sound like this. This verse should go here. This line should go here. So I'm like, you don't see this thing on the turntables because like that's not it's not his place right now. Like he's past that. He's in a different point. Yeah. Now he 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 drops albums where he's just like boom. Alright, I'm a I'm gonna need this produce these producers to make this beat with these musicians. Let me get this artist with this singer, put them together, and then let me arrange like oh switch the verse over here. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. producing. <laughs> that ain't that ain't easy to do or something like anybody can do, bro. Nah, and it's something that like I didn't realize I was doing already my whole like my whole time making music, I was already like doing that type of shit, you know. Because my first project, I worked with A&T, and I gave them the sample. What's a sample? I told them how I wanted this, this, and that, and then I just came in and rapped on it. And then you know what I'm saying? So like, he was the one who told me, A&T was the one who told me, "Yo, you're a producer. Like you're the one who who brought this together." You know what I'm saying? So you produced this. So yeah, it's dope. There's a there's a couple artists I work with that literally tell me, "Oh, I want this here." want this do this sound i'm like nigga you realize you produced the whole beat facts i didn't do anything i just know how to use the program you did all this that's not my sound facts facts big facts so after a while i just started like taking the backseat and just like yo let me learn more of the programs and then now i can articulate that shit even better you know what i mean Damn, right. I feel like that's fire, man. Educational episode, but yes, that's the that's something that we want. You know what I mean? Learn the program because you can't start the program and be Lex Luger. That was the that was the advice somebody gave me when I first started. You can't open the program and be Lex Luger. Nah, you gotta fuck up. You gotta you gotta trash beats. You gotta go through the through the pain of being like, damn, this shit is trash, and then be like, okay. You know what? Let me come at it with a different energy. But the main thing that's helped me out the most, and this is this is part of the free game portion of this shit. Um, you gotta have fun with it, bro. If you if you and like the main thing. Say that one more like, time. 
you have to have fun with this shit, with this music shit, with with anything you want to do. You know, if you're not having fun, bro, what's the point? Because if you're just if you're just going for it, like, oh, I need to make money off this shit, bro. Money don't come like that. Oh, oh. all right. I don't even fucking hate what you're doing. You're making a lot of good points right now. If you get into music for money, get a day job, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> CEO. Word to Dame Dash. <laughs> music does not make money. Music is an advertisement. Exactly. And music is advertisement to the actual product you're selling. And that's why I stepped into the, to the you know, I make, I'm tranquilo, Forever Tranquilo is a brand now, you know. I'm making shirts. I got shot, I got shirts dropping, another uh, another design dropping real soon. You know what I'm saying? I got other shit that I'm working on, you know. Yeah. So, like, it's 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 a vehicle. It's like it's like sauce. What sauce is to food? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 something that just makes it better. You know what I mean? And a lot of the biggest artists they do that, bro. You know, they they have their artists do make money off that shit, but I think labels make more. But like artists who oh do, man, so the music industry last year made like what ninety something billion. Artists made one. Look at that. You know what I mean? So. It's, it's a, it's... Nah, I'm, I'm not surprised. From sales outside of their own money collectively, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. If we're talking yeah, pure record sales, yes. And let's not yeah. even get let's not that even because we'll need a whole other episode if we get into the the the, the system of of royalties and how they're distributed. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, <laughs> Hey, we could, hey, you could always come back, bro. You're always welcome here, bro. You know I mean? Oh, for sure. That could be Shit. Patreons. That could be Patreon so you don't burn bridges, you dig? <laughs> yeah, man. But yo, for sure, yeah. like, you know, after a while, like when I, I was I was always trying to like oh, I wanted to blow up and all this shit. And you know what I mean? That shit that shit weighs on you because you're like, if if you don't see those results, then you're kind of like unmotivated to do it. You know what I mean? So like after a while, I was like, yo, I need to find a way I can have fun with this shit again, you know? And I went back to the basics. I went back to just, you know, I got, I had Nixon send me a bunch of beats and I would just go to the studio and I'll just light up, play through beats, whichever one I was like, Ooh, I like this. I like this. Boom. I just started recording like that again. Like I wouldn't write before I went to the studio. You know what I mean? And I just go to the studio, play a couple beats. All right, I like this one. Boom, let me write to it, have fun with it. And then that's how the La Presión album came about. You know, it was just me having fun with it again. But applying that pressure because, like, I had gone through shit, like, previously. So it was more of, like, you know, it was pressure from life making this album that I'm applying pressure with. So that's why I called it La Presión. You know what I mean? Pressure makes diamonds, bro. La pressione is a diamond, you dick. Shit. No pressure, no diamonds. It went hood diamond. That's, That's all I know. Hey, man. <laughs> That's all that counts, you feel me? Yeah. That's all that counts, man. I was going to ask you, what are your favorite tracks <laughs> off the album, bro? Um, shit. Um, I got... I mean, I love the whole album. You know what I mean? Um, My favorite would have to be right now um and then from there uh i really like cuisine i feel like that one's it's it's a good segue into the 
to the album. And then um, Pressure's lit, you know. It's a lit-ass track. Um, mm-hmm. And then I like Make a Run. I have I have uh, Burns from Mayday on there. And uh, that one came about, like, you know, I made that song. He wasn't going to be on it, but, like, he walked. Because I shared the studio. Um, I have a room in a studio that uh, Twelvelin has a room. And then Mayday has a room. And then this other production group called uh, The Pushers. And, you know, so we all, we be in there, you know, everybody's doing their own thing. And then Burns walked in when I was making Make a Run. And he was like, damn. He was like, yo, I fuck with this shit. Like, this shit hard, bro. It's a vibe. So I just shot my shot. I was like, yo, you want to be on it? And he was like, yeah. yeah, let's get it. So I sent it to him. He sent back the verse. And that's, that's what came about. So to me, like, I've always been a big fan of Mayday. Um. So like that was cool. That was like a bucket list type of thing for me, and so that's why yeah, that's it's one fire. of my favorites. You know what I mean? And then yeah, I like I like it, yeah yeah shout out they to me um, facts. Um, and then I like always on the grind because I didn't even uh I didn't even write that shit. I just like freestyled it, and I got my girl on that I one too. Some... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man, that's fire, bro. I'm saying shit like that when it comes from the heart, man. It means more, you dig? Facts, facts. So you know, I'm just ready. Right. I'm right now. I'm working on Tranquilo too. That's the next one. So um, you know, I'm bringing it back full circle, and then uh, you know, just really going in on the on the brand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. When can we be on the lookout for Tranquilo too? That's very important. I feel like for people. Every time like, I do like an interview with anybody that's like an entrepreneur, I always want to like highlight things people say. But yeah, when you're like a producer, you yeah, gotta work on Because you really have to think about it, like you produce every day, all you do is make beats, boom, you get the opportunity. What are you gonna do? You don't know because all you know is make beats, sell, make beats, sell. Like you have no brand, you have no like that's what I'm looking for. I want to say inventory, catalog. You have no catalog, no brand, nothing to show for it. Then you're going to be mad when you're stuck in some 360 deal or if somebody tells you what to do, what did you bring to the table? You didn't Branding believe in is- yourself. <laughs> like, how do you expect somebody to believe in you? That's the thing. Like, one thing I realized uh, kind of early on was branding is just as important if not more important than what you're actually selling. You know what I mean? Because the idea is the brand. The idea is the brand. Yeah. Branding is is just as important. Because I could be the greatest artist alive, but if nobody likes me, ain't nobody give a fuck. (laughs) Facts. if If nobody likes me as a person or my brand, it doesn't give a fuck how good my product is. Exactly. If they fuck with the idea of the the thing is what I realized when I first dropped Tranquilo, the first one, it was that people loved the brand. It was a brand before I even knew it was a brand. You know what I mean? And that's what made me like, oh, hold on. Let me grab this whole vibe I got and put it into a brand. You know what I mean? And that's how Tranquilo came about. That's how Forever Tranquilo came about. And now it's a now it's it's not only a brand, it's a business. You know what I mean? So that's what it is now. And now I'm just like it's like a plant, bro. Just watering that shit. 
I'm, and the water's money. That's what that is. <laughs> the water's the water's money. Hey. I mean, that's fire. You know what I mean? Hey. So what can the people expect on Kilo 2, man? Because I'm looking forward to that. You know what I mean? Personally. Uh, Tranquilo 2, honestly, um, I'm going to take my time with it, but September. <laughs> soon come. Soon come, September. Soon come, September. Soon come. You know, I have this I have this tradition where I always drop something on my birthday, and that's when my birthday is. So I, you know what I mean? So that's when I'm dropping that. Bad. I always I drop fire, my, I feel like the way life works out, I never drop my birthday anymore. I see it as like a, a gift to myself. You know? Type shit, yeah. I'm just like, that's what Let's I want to do. Let's go. Yeah, like, oh, and it's another way for like, yo, it's your birthday. I right, bet we're gonna play your shit. I'm like, yeah, I got my my shit dropping. Yeah, you smart, bro. You smart. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We released the podcast episode on my birthday. Yeah. You know I mean, the one for you know big, what I mean? big fish vibe. Great. Bye, yes, sir. <laughs> 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 nah, man, my great man, I like you, dig. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But you know I, mean? I was going to ask you, bro, uh, since you've been doing music for so long, how do you feel about? the music scene in Miami because I have my own thoughts. I'm curious from other people's perspectives because I know I went through. Um, yo, to be honest with you, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of talent, like way too much talent, but um, we have a very, very big stigma of crabs in the bucket. Facts. Um, I feel like people don't trust each other. Um, and everyone's just trying to step on each other's toes when outside of Miami, nobody know who the fuck you are. So I think um, that's why that's why, like, I'm very worried on who I fuck with. But see, that's the thing. People are very worried who they fuck with. And it's all clicked up, but not really, because even in clicks, they they, they step on each other's toes. Everybody want to be the star because Miami's culture is like that. So I feel like in South Florida, it's very much like that crabs in a bucket mentality but shout out to everybody doing their thing bro because i see a lot of fucking dope ass people and it's just a, it's a shame that the stigma is bigger than the fucking than yeah. the fucking artists you know what i mean because I, I remember like up to like 2012 type like 2016 there was so much community in south florida but now it's like everyone's like split up and doing their own thing Everyone's a brand. Everyone's a. Everyone's that. You know, which cool. Do you think? But, you know, one hand washes the other, bro. You know, yeah, what I mean? feel like like back in the day, everyone's more focused on like building something together. Like it was like, yo, so right, many, right. so many collectives, so many events, so many like events where it's like, oh shit, this person's performing means these other people are performing. But now it's like, yeah, like, like before you would see. Oh, they're having a show. Oh, this person performed. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go. You know. Mm-hmm. Now it's yep. like, oh, they're having a show. I ain't going to that. Like, and you know how you know what's the what's the test of that? And not, that's just me speaking from my personal experience. And, and seeing other people post their, all right. So when people post show flyers, that's when I see the least likes on their shit. For real, 
even uh, whether it be mine, whether it be other people, I see other people posting, and they're and yo, they post a photo of them, you know, in a cool, in a hard ass whip, or whatever the fuck, or whatever the case may be. But when I see them post or a show flyer, zero love. And you know what it is? I think it's just there's too much shit to do out here. You know what I mean? Like motherfuckers want to, you know, oh yeah, you, you got a show out where that's what's up. Yeah, but you ain't gonna okay. go. Nah, that's you funny. Yeah, niggas don't really support you, man. That's uh, we should get in on that topic. That's funny you say that. So people always ask me, yeah, why I've never seen you perform. Why not see you DJ? Nigga, there's too much shit to do. If I can't create something fun to do, nobody gonna fucking come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I and and like really more of an incentive. Help. You feel me? Like some incentive. Like if I can like Oh, it's like a party or some kind of like vibe. Yeah, people will come. But I'm like, yeah, come see me perform. A nigga whose music you barely listen to, like, exactly. Realistic about it, bro. Like, and the thing is that here, you know, the culture out here is more of like, yo. If uh, it's sad to say, but like, if people outside of Miami are fucking with you, that's when Miami fuck with you. Nah, I see, we've seen that happen aunt, time and time again. With my own eyes, bro, I've seen so that much. That happens with the podcast. You know what I mean? Facts. Most of our listeners are out of town, people. You know what I mean? Shout out to Dan, Mo. I'm saying shout out to the boys that show work. Like, I, had a show, I had a show in San Diego. I had a show in San Diego, right? And nobody yeah. know who the fuck I was from a can of paint, fam. You know what I'm saying? But when I performed, the fact that they, they were like, oh, you from Miami? Oh shit, yo! I had other artists introducing me onto the stage, bro. You know what I mean? So it was like, damn. Say that like, we got a home. What happened? I was gonna say that's funny. You say that we we got a homeboy out in San Diego, man. If you ever go back, you know what I mean. You got your plug oh, out yeah, there. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, nah. And mm-hmm. I got mad homies because of that show. You know what I mean? Like all those artists out there. Shout out to all of them, bro. They like they didn't know me, but. Yo, they was all in the crowd and turning up because I was from Miami. Like, in Miami, you don't get that. You know why? Because people know you. They know you and they seen you either grow up, your home, they old homies believe, from back in the day. They don't believe that you succeeded. Right. They don't want they don't wanna they don't wanna seem like dick riders. They don't wanna seem like, oh, yeah. he ain't different mm-hmm. from me. So it's like an ego thing. It's like, oh, he ain't different from me. Why should I praise him? You know? Celebrity. It's funny. Yeah, celebrity culture. Yeah, celebrity culture is crazy out here. My fault. What were you gonna say? No, I was was like, it's funny you brought that up because I like I've literally always thought that way, and I'm like, bro, that's why like, like low key, like I genuinely, I'm just like, yo, I just, I just put music out. Like the people that I interact with or like I see that's actually Miami. I'm like, if you don't listen to it, that's totally fine because I've literally seen so many artists come up from here. Where they never got any love here, and I'm like, yeah, of course, because this is a celebrity town. Exactly. So, like, but you know what? I try to, I try to, um, I don't let that let me be a recluse. You feel me? I try to, I try to still like break that stigma. And is and uh, it's funny. Uh, the past two years, I've been like coming out of like my robot mode. I've been yeah, like bro. talking to people, putting my face out there. I'm like, I'm not gonna like be a recluse. Cause shit's fucked up. I'm like, nah. I'm still gonna put hope out here. 
Hell yeah. Nah, and I'm very big on that shit too, bro. You know, I like to go to people's events. I like to show love. Like I'll be in I'll be in front of the stage, bro. I'll be turning up with you. Facts. And and the thing is people don't want to be that person. They don't want to be the one that's oh yeah, because then they're gonna oh people gonna see me. Oh yeah, you write his dick or whatever. Even the artist that you're cheering on might be like, Oh, he he a fan, he a fan, whatever. Bro. You wanna look you wanna oh. look at me like that? Cool, bro. But I got my shit too. You know what I mean? So it's all love, right, you know, right. but it's all about perspective, bro. And I feel like the perspective is crabs in a bucket. Back to the original point, you know. And I feel like that's where the, the scene has been at. And I feel like it's staying in. But hopefully, you know, I don't know, something got to change, but who knows? I'm not, I'm not, I'm one man and I'm focused on my shit just like everyone else. But, you know, I still like to show love. I buy, look, if you got, if you got merch, I'm going to buy that shit. You know, I buy, I go, I pull up to Albert Melissa's. Oh, you got a CD? You got a, you got a, like one of my homies, uh, Shoddy, he had, he has a comic book, bro. So I bought that shit. I bought two copies of that shit. I bought it. He has a, his album on a cassette, bought that shit too. You know, cause I, like, I know what that is, bro. You know? And I ain't, I ain't the type of person yeah, where it's yeah. like, I'm a, I'm gonna be like, oh nah, but like, you know, I can't buy your shit because like, because of what? Nah, I could because I want to. You know, I want to hold that shit down because then when they yeah. do blow up, we was already there, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that don't mean that don't that don't do nothing f- like for me more than just like being yo. You know, I supported that because I fucked with it genuinely it's not right, like right. oh i'm gonna fuck with him now because it's gonna help me out later no he could forget about me yeah, that's cool that you know what i'm saying like yeah. it don't matter i'm gonna just buy that shit because i want it one it's a fucking dope ass comic book two he got mm-hmm. a cassette who makes cassettes anymore that's just dope so i'm like for me i genuinely just like support when i support and if i like and people look at it like you know oh you don't like my shit on instagram you don't um see my stories and shit bro you know how much feed we got every day I ain't gonna see it all, you know. We're only one. We're only one person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you try to support as much as you can, bro. Like, that's all you can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't control the algorithms, shit. bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't control the algorithms, and I like what and I like. Man, I don't try to be on on my phone too much because I got shit to do too. You know, so it just be like that. That's dope that you said that because I've always felt like myself. People are like, damn, bro, you ain't retweet my shit, and I'm like. For one, like, I didn't really see it. I'm going to keep it real with you. Like, I didn't really see it. And for two, like, bro, if I generally fuck with you, you never have to ask. I post your shit like any other song. Yeah, you know. And and, and I don't ask, like, and I don't I'm not, ask people to post my shit either. Like, you know how people, like, message you and be like, yo, share this, share this. When they ask me that, I'll do it. I'll, I'll share it. I'll, I'll like it, you know. But I don't ask. All the support I get is genuine. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah, I don't do it because yeah. I'm just like, I want you to genuinely give a fuck. Because, like, exactly. if I make you give a fuck, when I put merch out and when I do shit, you're not you're not the, the demographic those, I'm aiming those for. Those numbers don't align. You feel you me? I, mean? I want numbers to align. So I'm like, bro, like, I'm going to post something and I just read the numbers. I'm like, I'm not going to, like, ask nobody to do nothing, try to boost nothing. I'm trying to accurately grasp, like, where am I at as an artist? Mm-hmm. You have to be real with you. Right. Exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't ask for it, fake love, bro. It's so you make it because I'm just like, yet again, bro. At a certain point, you're gonna be stuck there with decisions, and you're like, damn, like I really don't know how none of this shit works because I've been faking it this entire time. Exactly. So people who do that, you only lying to yourself, you know. And we can see that. 
<laughs> we can see that, bro. And you know what's crazy? Like, I get, like, yo, I said this in another interview. Like, yo, shout out to people who buy fake likes and all that shit. But we can see it. You know what I mean? Because how how is it that somebody like me who got, like, two point, I don't know, three, four K uh, followers, I get more engagements on my post than you. And you got, like, 12K, 15K, hey, 16K. Man, shout, shout out to uh, this one dude I went to high school with. He must have heard the podcast because I in, I think I indirectly called him out for it. And uh, he definitely unfollowed me for it. I followed you. It's all good. It's all good, man. I get However you want to make it as an artist, that's totally fine. You do you. But, you know, if art is really your calling and you live and breathe for this shit, don't be taking shortcuts because it, it doesn't add up. There isn't any. Is, say it one more time. There isn't any shortcuts, bro. Because then everybody would have been doing it. And then even then, when everybody does it, it don't work out for everybody. Exactly. Free game, bro. It's Free not game. for we need plumbers too. <laughs> CDL. Hey man, you get some money. CDL. Nah, not even no fuck shit. CD. Hey, truck drivers need bread, bro. Another yeah, another I'm, thing I'm, I want to throw in there though. Bread. There's, a, there's another hey, thing I want to throw in there though. There's a. Oh my fuck, uh, Troy, go ahead. I was like, nigga, I'm jealous. I should get my CDL. Nigga, think it's just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about um, to take yeah. my CDL. <laughs> Another thing that I wanted to throw an add-on to that, especially that statement, is that I feel like, and I and I went through this too. Since rap is like an ego thing, motherfuckers think they can't have jobs while they do it. You know what oh, I'm saying? Hold up! Oh my god! I'm not gonna One say more time, it bro. <laughs> hold, give me, I'm not gonna say who it is. Is it off air? I know an artist. I know an artist that I met, and it's funny because bro, me. But this is before I had like long hair. Bro met me, and he always be like, "Bro, why you dress like that? Yo, get a lineup, bro. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with you." And then this is the type of nigga that moved, moved from the state he was in to Florida to get a job. Not because jobs were hiring, because he didn't want to have a job in his city, so they used to see him have a job and be an artist. So a nigga that's Man. here judging me for my life is literally like with me and my boy begging me to get him like fries because he's broke as shit because he moved to Florida with no fucking money just so he can look like he's popping. Hmm. It's crazy. How that's tough. Nigga, I'm going to keep it real. I make music and I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, bro. Look, listen, man. I work. Look, I work twenty four seven, bro. Yeah. I have my eight to five, and I work my five to fucking God knows what time. Because, yo, if you don't want to work an eight to five, you gotta work twenty four seven. Just know that, you know. And that's what Setting I do. Up. I work my job, chilling, whatever. I clock out, close one laptop, open up another, and just go. Just do what I gotta do, bro. I gotta. Well, if I if I got orders to ship out. I got to do that. If I got to go to the studio because I got a client, I got to fucking record because I need to make money, I'm going to do that. If I need to go record on my album, I'm going to do that because that's what it takes. Now, 
and I used to think that shit too. I used to be like, oh, nah, I can't have no job. I'm a fucking artist. I need to, you know, f- nah, bro, you're going to be broke because you know what this shit takes? Uh, Money. One more time, you're going to be broke. I said this in a couple episodes. Like, don't quit your job. Don't drop out of school if you can. Right. Exactly. Stay at work and stay in school, please. Yeah, man. It's like, bro, if, don't quit your job, bro. Keep your job until because this shit takes money, especially if you're doing it yourself, bro. Bro, my computer, my right. computer just broke. I was out of a computer for two fucking weeks. Now, if I didn't have no fucking job, how the fuck would I get a new one? You wouldn't. Would have been all my <laughs> out here not making no fucking beats because guess what? I can't even make beats. I can't even send out the beats I want to sell because my shit's fucked up. You need, you need passive income as a musician because, yet again, music is the advertising, not the money maker. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, bro. You know, and I and I went through that shit like by my damn self too. I was like, oh no, I can't. You know, I can't have no job. What what I look like, man? Fuck that. Have a job, bro. Have a job. Fund yourself. Invest in yourself. And then you know, but get your shit right. Cause a lot of people don't got this shit right. And yo, shout out to all the scammers. Everybody traveling. Hey, shout out to my boys, man. But you know, some people. Not everybody's built like that. And not everybody wants to fucking do that. Straight up. That's true. That's true. Yeah, as me, I'm a suburban dude. The point is to do everything you possibly can. That's the point. 100. So much game, bro. So much game. Hey, man, if you ain't learned anything from this episode, bro, I don't know what to tell you, man. You're an idiot. Idiot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I don't know what to Idiot. tell you, man. Hey, man. Yeah, you have any more, uh, anything else? Any other questions, Troy? Uh, shit. Nah, that's about it. Yeah, man. Arrow, man. Appreciate you, my guy. Always, bro. Oh, shit. You know hey, thank y'all for having I'm me, bro. Happy. Shit. Anytime. Well, for taking that long, son. Like <laughs> I was gonna say it's a it's also a super informative time for me when we have like another like entrepreneur or some sort in the episode because I'm like, yeah, I feel like this is shit people need to hear. Yeah, man. And you know you I, starting and shit like it's literally free game. Yeah, bro. I don't I don't um you know, and I like to share game, you know what I mean? Like, whatever I learn, I, I tell my homies, I'm like, yo, have y'all checked this out? And if they, they already knew, I'm be like, dang, you ain't told me nothing, bro. <laughs> nah, but I just be talking shit, you feel me? But, like, nah, but for real, like, you know, yeah. to me, sharing game is, like, I love talking about shit like this, you know what I mean? Whether it's art or business or shit like that, like, or even building your credit, bro. Like, I love talking about shit like that because it's about leveling up. It's about building each other up. That's what... That's what it is, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. I appreciate y'all for having me, bro. Um, You know, been wanting appreciate to come through. I'm definitely going to gonna come back, you know what I'm saying? And Oh, the, say less. You already know, bro. Yeah, man. For sure, say bro. Less. Yeah, man. Um, Carol, you got anything to promote before we get out of here? Uh, shit. Um, yeah, Tranquilo 2 coming in September. Um, new clothing line. 
oh well, new, not new clothing line. New, new like merch coming out soon. Um, and uh, I have a pop up event on June eleventh. I don't know when exactly y'all gonna drop this, but it's probably gonna be maybe after. I don't know. But that's no, 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 no. We're probably gonna drop it tomorrow or next few days. Yeah, most likely. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, so June eleventh, I have a pop up event in um in Broward. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have the like the address right right now, but yeah, it's a pop up event where it's gonna be a nice. bunch of local we'll, we'll clothing it, brands so and shit. So. You drop your Twitter so they can follow you. Oh yeah, so on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, um, at Cairo Lavo, K A I R O L A V O E, on both of them. So you know, hit me a follow. Stay tuned for you know free game, free game, fire. You feel me? Fire merch. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the shirt, man. The John Kilo shirt. I wore that on when I was on REOP. You know what I'm saying? Which is Random Max podcast. Shout out to Amp. You know what I mean, one of the more popular podcasts. You know what I'm saying? That I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, I have to represent my homie, bro. The episode y'all did without me. Fantastic. We told you to come through. Don't start the shit. Don't start the shit, bro. I, I got some from R.A.O.P. boys. But that's all. We need to slide the Duval. But that's all. We need to slide the Duval. We need Duval. Troy, you got any? 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 Anything to promote, Troy? Uh, Yeah. In the next week or so. Because I don't know how the fuck Distro Kid works. I have a project coming out. It might come out tomorrow. Because yet again, I have no idea how Distro Kid works. But I have an EP called Made for Love coming soon. If you've never seen the HBO Max show, you should watch it. It's very interesting. Oh, it's a fire. But like dating and society. And like... I'm not trying to get too like conspiracy theorists and shit but like y'all heard about like microchips and shit uh yeah i guess yeah uh-huh. so the the premise is symbiotic microchips between date between partners while dating god damn yeah it, it's a little trippy and weird and at first you'd be like that's crazy that's literally what's gonna happen in the next five six years what's the what's the name what of the woman show? put you on this show bro literally advertised on HBO and I decided to watch it and it was really interesting. It's called Made for Love. I'm going to check that out. It's really, watch it my girl, yeah, it's really <laughs> trippy. But, but, um, yeah. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter at seven at 76. Fuck. At the real 76. My fault. I forgot the <laughs> other account got suspended. <laughs> my fault. <laughs> Type shit. Uh, the seven eight six spelled out on Instagram. You feel me? Follow the pod. You know what I'm saying? At Reggae Boys Radio with the S, not a Z. Shout out to Reggae Boys. But soon come. Um, but yeah, man. I ain't got anything else to say, bro. We out. Appreciate y'all Peace. listening, man. Peace. Peace.